This is multiple personalities. Multiple personalities. Multiple personalities. Welcome back to the Multiple Personalities Podcast, episode 26. I am your host, Craig. And I am here with Lauren, who has recently returned from her date with the 80-year-old man from the nursing home. <laughs> Say hi, Lauren. Hi. <laughs> and I'm also here with, it's just Bernie. Say hi, Bernie. Hi, just Bernie. Just Aww. Bernie. Um, this is hard. Sad, we, just Bernie. <laughs> before we jump into this show, um, we got a pretty big action-packed show for you. Um, we want to say happy birthday to Lauren, even though we're a few days late. She is Aww. just recently turned 82. Um, <laughs> she, um, you know, she's, she's, she's going to be set up like the golden girls here soon. They're moving on up. <laughs> um, no, just kidding. We, uh, we are happy that Lauren has made it another year of COVID. Yes. Yeah. That's um, the new normal. Yeah, yeah pretty you, much. If you make it through the year without dying from COVID, you've done something. Huzzah. Well, they keep they keep coming out with new COVIDs, so eventually <laughs> diseases we forgot existed are going to come back around, and they're going to rename it as the new COVID, and they're going to tell us we have to... It's going to be like new Coke and old Coke? Yeah, yeah Coke? except not as, you know, the old one's more fun in this instance yeah, of well, COVID. I feel like the new COVID's going to get COVID. worse. It's going to be like COVID gamma. Oh. Um, yeah, and... <laughs> So, uh, also, and I wanted to preface the episode with this, that I'm sorry about the late delay last week. Um, it's, you know, we're, this is pretty much a three person operation and editing sometimes is a challenge, especially when someone jumps in, as you guys will hear soon, or as you've heard, someone jumps in in the middle of an episode. It takes a lot of work to figure <laughs> out where they jumped in it and line everything up. So it doesn't sound like complete shit. But we got it out, and we hope that you enjoy it. We enjoy making this for you guys. Thanks for visiting the Multiple Personalities Podcast. This was episode 26. I'm just joking. Um, does right, anybody we'll have anything to talk week. about? Thanks for joining us. <laughs> does anybody have anything to talk about from last week still? There's a stuffed bear sitting here on top of this desk, and he normally is uh, he's normally like sitting up against the wall, but for some reason he's he's kind of slumped forward today. Was he on a rack? Is he what? Was Jesus. he on a rack? No, he's just on top of the desk I'm using. But he's now just, he's slumped a little bit forward. Is I'm he sure like that... an Annabelle doll? He's just a stuffed bear. It's like a Valentine's Day bear. Oh. So what's uh, the, he's what, now... what, Bernie, what, where are we going with this though? He's just, he's peering at me in my, in my soul. I normally stare up at the space above his head when I'm talking uh, on this show. and I'll, To the left just... or the right, so we know if you're lying or not directly above his head oh shit but now he's looking down into my fucking eyes because he's, he's looking he's bit. looking into your soul he doesn't have a yeah. soul bernie does have a soul he's not a ginger yeah you don't always have to be a ginger to be soulless um whatever whatever lauren go look at your himalayan salt rock lamp <laughs> i can actually see it from where i'm sitting wow. <laughs> um um Lauren, do you have any updates from the previous week of anything? Any any stories that you have to correct because you lied? <laughs> no, not this week. I didn't do the fun fact last week. That was Peter. So how was um how was your human's first day of school? Um, the first day of school was really well. He had fun. He, he likes he had a substitute teacher today for his main teacher, 
Um, how do you? How does the fucking main teacher have a fucking the first day of school <laughs> yeah. off? I don't. So so here's the here's the deal, right? The substitute teacher is now the the main teacher, right? Is now the teacher, and anything <laughs> after that is the replacement. <laughs> so they're not officially saying, but I'm pretty sure, um, like. The third grade teachers were exposed because all the third grade and all the fifth grade teachers were out today. What do you mean by like on like an OnlyFans sort of thing? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hey. Hey, people are into that. Um, But yeah, it's me. I'm people. (laughs) The teachers from Polk County. That's what the name of the page is. It's classy. Uh, But she'll be back tomorrow. Oh, it takes a day. It takes a single day. It only takes a day. Um, Jesus. No, I think there is like some meeting that they went to a couple weeks ago, and then like later on, they found out that one of the teachers got sick, so they were all exposed and whatever. Oh. Um, so yeah, so she'll be back tomorrow, and yeah. So, but he liked it. His favorite class is math for some god awful reason. Yeah, math is stupid. Yeah, it, it's fucking stupid. Um, but I guess it's good that he likes it, so then I don't have to help him. So, did you... No, never mind. I'll cut that out. Anyway, Bernie, (laughs) um, do you have an Urban Dictionary word of this week? I do. Let me turn my phone screen back on. Uh Uh-oh. I have to... I fucking... You know how it goes. How many times do you have to say... How many times do you have to hit refresh? I uh, didn't actually have to hit refresh at all. I'm going to sneeze. I'm battling some sort of head cold. That's how it Uh, starts. That's how what starts. Exactly. The zombie apocalypse. Are you patient zero? Probably. That would be awesome. I wish I, I if I was going to be anybody, I'd want to be patient zero. Thanks for the warning. Which is funny yeah. because it reminds me of um, an episode of How I Met Your Mother when Barney goes to Cleveland to trial run some of his plays, and one of them was the patient zero. Uh, the Urban Dictionary word of the week this week is my favorite holiday at sporting events. Um, favorite the seventh inning stretch. No, the Thirsty Thursday. Oh, okay, that's even better. Um, it's it was sometimes bars have it or things like that, but the definition here says uh, a term normally found on college campuses. The title became popular when many people did not have early morning classes on Fridays, allowing them to drink and party on Thursday night. Every week during a semester is thirsty. Thir- every Thursday of every week during a semester is thirsty Thursday. Absolutely, I th- so actually some people every day is thirsty Thursday for them. <laughs> it's just not thursday i know a lot well, of women I, like that at sporting events they typically have like like drink deals they'll right a team will have either a two they'll either have two for tuesday or thursday thursday you, it's very rare to find a team that has both but if you find that cherish them well you know what's nice bernie is the the lakeland flying tigers minor league team over here is they they do thirsty thursdays and their deal is like really good for beer at the games on thirsty thursday i forget exactly what it is because i haven't been in a while but i used to enjoy that yeah, they have Thirsty Thursday at the Orlando Solar Bears games. They had, um, while well, in Jacksonville, at the Jacksonville Icemen hockey games, they had Wine Down Wednesdays, which were the same concept. Oh, nice. Could be two for one, glasses of wine, or uh, not quite pints of beer. It was like, uh, what's a pint? 16 ounces? Yeah. I think it was like 12 ounce beers. Oh, so a normal size beer. So, but yeah, it was, it was drafts. It wasn't bottles. It was like specific ones, oh, drafts, okay. but you know what? I'll fucking take it. Yeah. Fuck it. Um, 
Yeah, I forgot what I was going to say, but I was, oh, speaking of Jacksonville, that's what I was going to say is, and I know you don't care about football, Bernie, but I am going to Jacksonville in November to a, to see the Jacksonville Jaguars play the Buffalo Bills. Kind of excited. Uh, anyway, carry on. Jacksonville <laughs> is a stupid place. I agree. Duval. I have never been to Jacksonville. You're not missing much. Yeah, you're, you yeah, I mean, Polk Imagine County people... is Polk County is pretty much the same. So, <laughs> okay, okay. Imagine people riding around Bartow with their head leaning out of their car, just you know, Polk County, <laughs> right? Oh. And like more violent crime. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, um, yeah, I'm gonna pass on. Well, if we have nothing else to discuss from the previous week, or anything else to discuss on the Urban Dictionary word of the week. Then I'm going to hand the reins over to Bernie and let him fuck this goat. It's it's my show this week, motherfuckers. Um, but please interject that because you're smart people and I value your opinions. <laughs> <laughs> fellow humans. I'd like to talk a little bit this week about um childish things. We've we've talked about crazy grown-up things we've talked about you know florida man we've talked about uh foreign's medieval sex toys or whatever they were (laughs) whatever that was we talked about last week (laughs) this week i'd like to talk about toys children's toys that are are or were because some of them are either no longer in production or have been banned from production uh dangerous and just ab- just absolutely off the wall things that we or generations before us were allowed to play with. Generations after us don't th- these kids these days they don't really have dangerous toys. Um, the most dangerous thing a kid these days is going to do is probably maybe fidget and pick the rubber coating off of a power cord to some sort of gaming system or computer and zap themselves a little tiny bit. But uh, are Legos considered as dangerous children's toys? For Legos adults. are Legos are not. So at the point in time where a Lego hurts you, I, I assume you're referring to the act of stepping on one. Yes. Uh, at that point, it is not a toy. It is a a weapon. Okay. Okay. It is a landmine. That's... So it is one of the few dual purpose toys. That's fair. That's yeah, very much. The most well, we'll get to the. the we're, we all have one toy in mind when we think of dangerous and banned. We're not going to talk about it yet, um, because I think everyone knows what that is. But I've 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 gotten on some websites and I've got uh, three sites pulled up that I feel are the most uh, all inclusive as far as toys that are banned and dangerous. Um, in addition to the stuff that my own brain came up with, there. There's one group of toys that I'm going to include, and it's just a whole group of them. And there used to be all kinds of toys made back in the day that had little tiny mag, little tiny but very powerful <laughs> magnets in them. All kinds of toys that had little tiny, super powerful magnets in them. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, there was uh, Bucky Balls, which yeah. apparently was launched in uh, 2009, but. Uh, you know, yeah, those are still know. a thing. Are they? Yeah, um, a friend of mine has a bunch of them, and she buys them for her son. 
Does she know that they're well, dangerous? Well, her son is fixing to go to college at this point, so like Wait, I would think he it. knows to not like swallow them or anything. Magnetics. Uh, those are from I guess those are more recent. Uh, you've got a lot of them. Uh, Polly Pocket. Remember the Polly Pocket toys? I love yes. Polly Pocket. Yeah, you know how you could make them stand up and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, you know why? Magnets. Uh, but kid, the magnets and a lot of kids' toys can can uh, come out, and then the kids swallow the magnets because kids are fucking morons. <laughs> does and your then, friend that's about to go to college does he swallow the magnets? No, I just said that. No, no, it's it's my friend's son is about to go to college, and she buys them for him. Okay. Is he? How old is this kid? He's he just turned eighteen. Is he like a prodigy? About to say, is he like a child prodigy? No, he's like no, fucking I, seven. I he's have, about to go to college, but he, his brain doesn't wrap around anything but child toys. Like my friend is in her fifties, so. But, but I, I, never mind. <laughs> fucking six year old about to go to college, but he can't play with certain toys because they're yeah. marketed for thirteen and over. So he has to play with fucking. <laughs> Yeah, kids are kids would kids would break the toys open as they do, and the magnets would come out, and then the kids would eat the magnets because they're fucking idiots. And the magnets would do things like one magnet would be going down the digestive tract, and then the other magnet would be a little ways behind it because they they didn't just eat them at once. You know, they eat one and, and they find the other intestines eat, together. Yeah, and they would literally it would like hold organs it would like trap organs between them and shit jesus buddy like uh could you imagine if it changed like the polarization of that person if they swallowed the magnet what do you mean like like so they'd start to start like eating through their ass <laughs> <laughs> like reverse everything is that what you're getting at? that would be am- wouldn't that but imagine that like imagine like okay i'm gonna swallow this magnet and all of a sudden now you know i've repolarized myself so <laughs> You start fucking glowing. You you yeah. turned yourself uh, into some sort of magical right. being. Make my own fucking cult. <laughs> <laughs> oh, slingshots. Yes. Uh, as as recently as two thousand six, a hundred thousand slingshots were recalled. Oh my god! Why? Uh, because of because of fucking injuries to kids' faces. Well, I mean, it's it's a fucking device that's used to fling things at somebody. So I couldn't find reports that 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 said whether or not these injuries were as a result of the, like the kid injured was the shooter or the Shooty. target. Yeah. But the, I imagine it's a little bit of both. <laughs> I like to picture kids just fucking pulling back on a slingshot as hard as they can. You know, you line your fucking eye up, right, with little goal posts. Mm-hmm. And you fucking, you get overzealous, and what happens? You fucking pull the thing, and you don't move it, and it fucking snaps back at you and just gets you right in the eye. Oh, that would be, I would laugh. That that would fucking suck. Well, you know what else is a dangerous toy? I have one real quick, Bernie. Yes. These fucking yo-yos. They used to use those as weapons back (laughs) in the Philippines. (laughs) With blades on the end? Yeah. You gotta be careful in those jungles. <laughs> At least that's what Lauren told me. So, listen, I corrected myself. That's all that matters. Um, this is—I I, said—I said I'm going to talk about toys, but 
But there's uh, this isn't really a toy as much as it's a recreational item. Anybody want to guess what recreational item sends roughly 90,000 kids to the hospital every year? It's not a fake penis, is it? Is it a dodgeball? Um, both of those are very close. Both of those made the list. You know, the 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 child fake penis toy accessory <laughs> injures a lot of children, Craig. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fucking... <laughs> No, not the dodgeball either, Lauren. That was a stupid guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the penis was fine. It's this is the twenty first century. What is it, Bernie? Uh, it's the trampoline. Oh uh, well, yeah. That's, oh I mean, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That, yeah, you know, I mean, that just makes perfect sense. Now you have to put fucking fences around them, and your insurance may drop you if they find out you have a trampoline. Yep. Uh, yeah. Which is absurd, because I can recall, like, trying to bounce people off the train, like playing King of the Hill with a trampoline. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, right? Like, people folding backwards and ending up underneath the trampoline. And... Well, no kidding. No, listen, this is my, my cousin, and um, he had a trampoline growing up, and him and his friends would get together, and this was back when wwf and wwe and everything all that shit was like super popular (laughs) and they would have backyard wrestling matches on the trampoline i had friends who did that too i had goth friends who did that which is really weird goth friends yeah what kind of wrestling were they doing on the trampoline i don't don't know it wasn't always on a trampoline it was just like in the backyard was it like them just like hey what are you doing over there (laughs) while they're listening to like marilyn manson (laughs) yeah it was so weird. Like, they'd record themselves and, like, post it on MySpace. MySpace. And it was just... it was. I miss weird. MySpace. I do, too. Lauren, you would not be in my top eight on MySpace. That's fine. You wouldn't be in mine, either. Remember you could download a... Or not download, but you could, like, code a thing in so that it changed from top eight to, like, two or three. Yeah. Yeah. I think Bernie might have been number eight at one point. Oh, Bernie. <laughs> um, you... It, it, there was a uh, there was like a there was a, our click was always in our fucking top eight. Don't you even Bernie was there was like we were we had a click and we just rotated. Yeah, <laughs> I um, guess. Yeah. Do you guys remember the snack time cabbage patch doll? The snack time. Yeah, you no. could feed it. Oh yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, well, kids, <laughs> kids, kids were going to the hospital because instead of putting the plastic. Uh, like veggies and what they have it's like french fries and carrots or some other shit you could put in its mouth they were fucking putting their fingers in their mouth and uh getting injured uh, and i have yeah. to imagine I mean, that... does it like crunch down on their finger or something yeah yeah this is a, it's a fucking mechanical device it just goes off oh there's it's like a it's like a touch sensor Touch, sense it, boom, <laughs> chomp down. And I, I have to imagine it wasn't just fingers. Okay, about to say, I was about to say, did anybody stick oh, their penis in it? My God, I've, some kid oh probably God. put his dick in the fucking cabbage patch doll. Some it adult is. probably put his dick in oh, a cabbage I'm about patch to say, yeah, doll. Yeah, about to say. Um, that's a fun. That's a fun one to explain in the fucking emergency room. So uh, I have a story to tell you guys after we finish recording about one of our my favorite comedians, one of our favorite comedians. Stories oh, I about... thought you were going to say a story about you putting your dick <laughs> I know, in the I was like, uh, and I was like, I'm no, no, to be really say it concerned. on the air. No, 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 it's one of our favorite. Com- it's it's the guy we're going to see in December's. Um, Does it have to do story. with the banana? 
No, it has to do with oh. a um, one of those like um, heat coil things, like a heater, of a floor heater. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know that story. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty funny, but we'll talk about that later. Um, uh, slip and slides have not really been banned or recalled. No, but they but are just they dangerous. Have, period. Well, they've so slip and slides have been they. The actual toy slip and slide that you you buy, they have to continuously put out warnings like these are for children only. <laughs> yeah, because you've got these dumbass fucking people who want to like get drunk and slide around on them and shit. Um. Lauren, don't act like you've never wanted to get drunk and slide around on a slip and slide. I don't like slip and slide sober. So, well, yeah. there's that. They're not fun sober. <laughs> yeah, you get drunk and do it. That's what I'm saying. The way to do it is get, like, the roll of plastic, like, painters. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. And <laughs> yes. fucking roll that bitch. Get, like, fucking 100 yards of that shit. Put it down a hill. Just put Dawn spray. soap all over it. Yeah, I was going to say, don't they tell you not to use Dawn soap on yes. it? Yes. That means so you yes. use Dawn soap on it. <laughs> Fucking Dawn soap and uh, get some hoses. And the goal is you, depending on who you're with, you either shotgun or chug at the beginning. You get a second one. You open it. You, you get a running start. And you shouldn't spill a drop. You pop up on your feet at the bottom of the hill. And, and and throw the second one back, too. <laughs> My God, I could never party with you. Like, I would die. Jesus. Many have <laughs> partied with me and survived. I've including myself. quite a few times. Um, Craig, you almost you died. up on the bathroom floor? That was, yeah. yeah, but you had, yeah, I almost died on You slept own. wrapped around the toilet in my guest bathroom. <laughs> I almost died because of myself. It wasn't because of you. Um, but you were, were in his presence. I like to feel point. like I was a contributing factor. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you were in Actually, his house. Actually, it was it was your wife and Lawrence. Hi, Lawrence. <laughs> <What's your house? laughs> oh, Lawrence gives, what a good doesn't time. give a fuck. Anyway, no, um, um, I have one, Bernie. Can I can I interject one? I'm assuming you're looking at the same site as me, but this one I've got know. several sites pulled up. Um, this one's called Aquadots, also known as the date rape drugs. So, I guess these toys came out in 2007, and they were like little beads that you could um, arrange into different designs, and then with some water, they would you could sprinkle water on them, they would permanently set. Well, apparently, <laughs> the water uh. activated a glue on the coating of the, the beads, and um, the glue was, uh, was causing children to vomit and lapse into comas because the scientists discovered the glue contained chemicals that metabolized into GHB. <laughs> oh my god. Ooh. Like, they don't figure this shit out before they release so, it to the public. Well, so Most the, laws are made because of uh, things that have happened, not things that could happen. Yeah, it's, it's reactive, right. not proactive. But apparently the toy maker... Um, in Canada and Australia, blame Chinese subcontractors of course for eventually do. eventually recalling forty two four point two million Aqua Dot kits. Those damn Chinese. That's. I Whoa. feel like that's a hey hey easy there killer. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them have... kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, Easy Bake Ovens have been recalled a couple times. Yes, uh, lawn darts. Oh, yeah, that's what I. That's that was the that was gonna be the fucking uh, holy grail of band recall toys. But yes, lawn darts are 
fucking lawn, love lawn darts. Lawn darts. They still make them now, but they're mm-hmm. like uh, they got they like, like a tips on them, don't they? Like like a, well, like a suction yeah, end, not... and you have like a a pad you put out, or it's like a, I don't know, it's a Velcro or whatever. But like I want, the, I'm talking about the they're ones stupid. that have the fucking big steel fucking yeah the big steel dart point. yeah yeah just fucking you're either gonna win the game or your friend's foot is gonna be fucking attached to the ground until the fire department gets there <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness um lawn i want to see today's kids playing with lawn darts i think that you so hear me out on this and i know bernie will agree I think that when you get to a certain age that each child, you know, this is like, this goes down like Darwinism. Each child has to play a high stakes game of lawn darts. If you survive, then you get to continue living as an adult. <laughs> I like it. don't survive, then, you know, I mean, hey. <laughs> you can learn today. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then you've you got, got that out? one kid who like gets hit with five of them and is not phased at all. Exactly. <laughs> one like, kid that kid's to rule all. <laughs> yes. Uh, you got, buddy. Do you remember the uh, the Barbie doll that you? It was like a like a Tinkerbell looking Barbie doll, and you pulled the string, <laughs> and it string? fucking helicoptered up in the air. Where you was remember the that? At? They uh. Those were uh, recalled. Nine million of them were recalled because <laughs> they, they were fucking, they basically were little helicopters <laughs> and they had little, uh, what, what amounted to little blades in the air and they were fucking up kids' faces. Oh, so that's, that's, I mean, you know, if hypothetically, I mean, if you think about it, just about anything that gets created could be dangerous. Right. Uh, if used properly. If used like properly. Like the, uh. I said what I said. <laughs> the what was the toy we we had? Remember Tonka trucks? Yes, the metal They're, ones. They weren't recalled. They were trucks, but they but you got to think about it. They were metal trucks that you used outside. Yes. Yeah. So they developed rust and edges. Yes. Yeah, Lucas has edges. like two of them, like the, yeah. the dump truck. Yeah. They were they Did were you just gangster. Say the they truck? were the the coolest toys. I had a whole set of them. Yeah, it was a dump truck. Like Oh, I thought you like, said cum truck. I was about to say what? <laughs> I don't I don't think Jesus. <laughs> no, a dump truck. Thank you. Get your mind out of the gutter, Craig. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> His mind wasn't in the gutter. His mind was in the cum truck. That's right. <laughs> Uh, no, but they were metal trucks. I had a whole set. I had like a bulldozer. I had a front end loader. I had a uh, road uh, smoother, road grader thing. I had two or three dump trucks. I had the whole set of the metal ones. Mm-hmm. And they were really badass until you fucking slice your finger open on the rusty <laughs> metal that you left outside <laughs> your sandbox for six months. Um, and now they've replaced them with plastic ones, which... They don't rust, but they fucking break. So now you have like a sharp yes. spear. Yes. So, okay, Tonka but has, go ahead. I was gonna say Tonka has given parents the choice: like go old school and risk your kid getting the tetanus, or get a new one and your kid gets impaled. Right, because my sister and brother-in-law are the ones who bought Lucas the the truck, and it's metal. Like it is sitting outside 
rusting as we speak, and it is straight up metal. And you're going to let it rust until he either ages out or hurts himself on it. Yes, absolutely. Because that's It builds character. It's fine. Well, it's... There's a... I'm trying to remember what it... So anyone who's ever seen me, uh, if if you've seen me on my social media, on on Facebook, or um, you've you've met me in real life, my front teeth are fucked up. Um, I I don't like it. I'm somewhat self-conscious about it, but I also don't give a fuck anymore. Um, My my front teeth are fucked up because I played baseball in middle and high school, and... um, uh, disclaimer, I was not very good. There's a reason I'm making a podcast in the spare room of my home instead of you know, traveling, playing baseball. But I, I was practicing, and I had this thing that was a ball on a string, which yeah. teams, coaches use it now, but the way they have it is they they have the ball attached, they have one end of the rope attached behind the batter where, like, the catcher and umpire would be, and then the other end is out in front, and the coach has it. And, and he pulls it apart, and then there's a hole drilled through the ball, and the ball's on the string, and as he pulls it apart, it moves the ball closer. And it teaches the kids to hit on top of the ball. You want that level swing, you want to hit the top of the ball. Mm-hmm. This particular device was designed to be a, a single-person use. So it was, do you guys remember the tether ball? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, we remember playing tether ball where the ball wraps around the string, and then it comes, or the rounds a pole, and then it comes back. Yeah, mm-hmm. I broke my pinky playing that in fifth grade. Yeah, that was also a dangerous thing. Well, this particular item was a baseball that was on a on a string on a on a rope, and it was had two attachment points. One you would attach up above, you know, arms reach, uh, you know, at, your, at the top of your arms reach, and then you would attach one down about however high you needed to make it. You'd space them apart so that you had the rope so that the ball would come through, you know, where you wanted it to to come through at. And you would hit it, and it would wrap around the pole, and then as it unwound, it was it would come back around, and you would hit it again. Um, well, I swung, and instead of hitting the ball squarely, I, I kind of grazed the ball with the bat, because I was a kid learning how to hit, and uh, I hit the rope. I caught the rope and the bat got tangled up in the rope and the rope, it was, it was like a, but it wasn't like a solid rope. It was like an, a, a kind of elastic rope, uh, a, a cord, if you will. It, the bat got tangled up and it sprung back and it came and it hit me in the face. And for those of you, you should have worn a helmet. I was, I was wearing a, I was wearing a helmet, uh, but it caught me up under the helmet. Yeah, a helmet doesn't, doesn't, doesn't help if it's hits you in the face. Yeah. So, um, that particular device, I feel like, was not thought out well. It was a, a, clearly a gimmicky thing um, that, on the surface, was not dangerous. I still don't understand how lawn darts made it through any sort of fucking <laughs> process. Like, like, you know, the, the, the spinny Barbie helicopter things, okay. Slingshots, I mean... There's a warning, don't shoot at other people, but we all fucking know what they're used for. But lawn darts are legit, like, j- like throwing little javelins at people. <laughs> um, and they, they pass some sort of, of quality testing, but 
I feel like most of the toys that we had growing up that were dangerous were on the surface pretty innocent things, but but then just takes one wrong thing, like BB guns. Obviously, we all know what the fuck happens with BB guns. Go shoot your eye mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to... There's another uh, sports training tool. Um, it was a... I'm trying to describe... It was a, it was a net that was, yeah, it was a held in a frame. Very high tension. It was a pitch bag. Yeah. Those things are fucking dangerous. Yeah, I used to have one of those. And you you throw the ball at it, and it comes back at you, and it's uh supposed to teach coordination. But what it does is it helps weed out the weak, <laughs> so it doesn't really teach much like as far as fielding coordination. Right. But you get fucked up enough times, you just stop playing, and that's how the baseball gods weed out who shouldn't shouldn't be playing baseball. There was a thing that we had at our school that I think most of us had at our school. It was a disc. That was bolted to a frame, and on the disc were some metal arms, and you could spin the disc, and people could sit on it. <laughs> um, often called the merry-go-round, or in some places called the carousel, which I always thought was weird because the carousel has horses and is at the well, mall. Right. I remember using the merry-go-round, and one person would spin it really fast, and everybody else would try and jump on it while it was spinning. Yeah. I remember one person would like sit like in the middle on top of it and then everybody else would spin it like spin it really fast so like you're in the middle spinning around and then you try to get off of it and walk. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's good times. Do you remember uh everyone getting on it while it was still and then hanging one foot off and trying to see how fast you get it going? Yes. Yes. I've seen kids fucking legs get drug up under there. <laughs> yep. Fucking feet that was get twisted. The greatest thing ever. Well, I got a interesting toy here I've discovered. It's called Me too. It's called it's called a pocket pussy. No, that's not it. It's called the Gilbert U two three eight Atomic Energy Lab. and it says um, nothing here sounds like it's child safe i'm gonna read the article as they wrote it so this is not my words this is their words um someone wrote maybe you think it's obvious that including uranium in a child's toy isn't isn't an especially good idea but apparently that could never that never occurred to the makers of the gilbert atomic energy lab Described when it was sold in the early 50s as the most elaborate atomic energy educational Is set Is this ever a Russian produced. toy? It featured four uranium bearing ore samples and a pre-formatted order to form... Pre-order, pre-formatted order form to order more. No, this was a, an item so that was made in the United order... States. So you could order... You could order more uranium through the mail. Oh my god. What? <laughs> that can't be legal. <laughs> imagine just... Imagine... When was this invented? In the 50s. Oh, my God. So, and when did it stop? It doesn't say. Let's assume I mean, it went through the... I'm assuming assume. that you could probably still buy one somewhere. Like, in like an antique shop or something. Maybe. It's fucking... Cold War rolls around, they're still making it. <laughs> just the fucking Russians just ordering one at a time. Little Cow? piece of uranium. Cow? Hello, comrade. We have ordered more uranium from American Toy Store. Gilbert Atomic. That. That. I. 
did they not know what you re- they had because we by that time we had made and dropped atomic bombs we knew how dangerous uranium was maybe is. that's the point let's see let me look more into this spitting out the herd exactly <laughs> Fewer than 5,000 kits were sold, and the product was offered in 1950 and 1951. Oh, so, so for it wasn't two around years. very long. And there was even a book that came out for called Prospecting for Uranium. It <laughs> because that's what needed to be. That's what kids need? Yeah. <laughs> Prospecting for uranium. Oh, my God. Do you guys ever... what? What was your favorite thing to do on a swing set as kids? Jump um, off of swing it. it really as far big as, as as high as you could, and then jump off of it in the end. Yeah, yeah. And what would you say the trajectory for a standard size swing, a, a child between six and nine off of a swing off a standard size swing set would be at full fucking uh, peak launch angle? Hmm. You always want to be going forward. Yes. Right? You so you're going you're on the upswing. To me, my ideal launch angle was always at right about I'd say like fifty degrees. That's fair, yeah. Yeah. Between fifty, fifty five degrees. So I've still got the gravity from the downswing behind me and I haven't quite gotten too high to where the chain has a little bit of slack, you know, coming down. Right. How how far would you say that? How, how what'd you say? You're probably probably getting about twenty, thirty feet? Yeah, if that. So, my school, um, once again, if you recall from, from weeks past, I was raised a Seventh-day Adventist Christian as a child, and I went to their school system. My school in Lakeland, Florida, you feel free to fucking look it up. I'm not going to say the name <laughs> of it, it's the only fucking one there is. Uh, we had a swing set right behind the uh, right behind the building. Well, not, not right behind the building, but, but right behind this like, elevated uh, area behind the building. And right in front of the basketball court. So if you were on the left swing and you got a perfect jump, you're landing. You've got fucking grass right in front of you. Fucking smooth sailing. Mm -hmm. Same kid. Right swing. Your trajectory. If if you go in a a perfect motion, right? You go in. If if, there's no left-right deviation, you've got the wind behind you. Everything has you. You're, there's no turning. There's you're not at any sort of angle, and you land face down. Let's say straight ahead, face down. The right half of you is going to be on the cement of the basketball court. Okay. And these are you know these are kids, so no one's going to get yeah. that perfect straight, <laughs> fucking uh, <laughs> Olympic ski jumper motionless jump going on. Yeah, fucking kids smearing themselves all over the basketball court. Um, people would fight over the left swing because you could get good jumps out of it. And then they came out with a rule, no jumping from the swings. Yeah, that, that didn't. I'm sure that wasn't. Well, but the reason was no jumping from the swings toward the basketball court. So everybody was <laughs> Well, no. So everybody, we just started swinging the other way, which yeah. there's, so behind the swing set, about... 10, 12 feet behind the swing set is a ledge. Maybe <laughs> maybe three feet high. Cement wall. And then a grassy area up to the building. There were some picnic tables there that was kind of an outdoor, like uh, kids would sit there during lunch, or the, the kids that uh, didn't like to play outside would sit there during recess, or 
or whatever. Um, and so we decided we were going to start swinging that way and jumping towards the ledged area, not taking into account that, that, uh, because it was higher, it was built up on something. Um, the, it was firmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people started getting hurt doing that. Um, and then they moved the swing set about 20 feet to the left. And then people started hitting the monkey bars. <laughs> it's like, it's like a, it's like a grenade range. They yeah, just, right? uh, with, with no solid targets. They just, uh, we, we had a jungle gym too. Do they still have jungle gyms, Lauren? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do ki- kids still get hurt on them? I'm sure. Uh, Lucas hasn't said anything about anybody getting hurt. I didn't hurt. ask if he said anything. I asked if kids got hurt on him. Okay, well, if he, Lauren, if somebody got go, hurt, he's going to tell me. Lauren, when you go play on the jungle gym, do you see any kids get hurt? <laughs> Only when she throws them off. Look at me. They're in my the way. Looking at the castle. Listen, don't think I did not go to the play park as a young adult. And To the what? To the play park. What kind of play park are you talking about? <laughs> like, like <laughs> the swings and stuff at night when mm-hmm. we weren't supposed what to be there. What kind of swings? <laughs> <laughs> they call them yoga swings now, right? Right. Um, so when I was a kid, my friends, we were stupid. We would take um, BB guns and we would have BB gun wars. And BB gun. You are why we can't have nice things. But that's how you get shot by the police. Right. Well, this was okay. This was back in the nineties. So, but we would stand. um, There was like a group of trees, and we would stand about six foot apart, six foot apart from each other behind the tree, and shoot at each other. So, like a duel, but a little more pussified. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of which, and this was um, something we can talk about. um, And did you know that there was an Olympic sport, a dueling? Olympic sport where men would stand with protective clothing on and shoot each other with wax bullets. What? I, I not think that. they should bring that back. With real bullets, though, right? Did you know that speed walking is an Olympic sport? Yes, I yes. saw that. I cannot believe that. Which but it's I... fucking intense. The rules, like you can't, you can't if jog if one of your feet is a certain distance off the ground. Like you're fucking disqualified. Well, and see, we did this in middle school. Like, we, you know how, like, you were they... just No, you were just being lazy during the presidential <laughs> fitness test. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, they, they made you do all those stupid fucking fitness tests, but then they had this little competition where we had to speed walk around the track, and it was kind of like, like a relay. And, man, I won that thing. <laughs> you walked the fastest out of everybody, Lauren? I did, because I was a fast walker, and everybody's like, you need to be in it, because you are always walking fast around here. Did you see the, Lauren, did you like see a, at the Olympics? This fucking story they, was just made up. <laughs> Lauren, did you see at the Olympics they had the anti-sex beds? What? No, I guess not. No, I didn't, listen, I barely paid attention to the Olympics this year. I didn't pay attention to the Olympics either, but I knew about the anti-sex beds. Well, apparently you paid more attention to it than I did. Did anybody see Team USA dressed like fucking tool bags at the opening ceremony? <laughs> yes. And like, you know what? I got to say this, and I know Bernie agrees with me. I am proud of Simone Biles. And yeah. Fuck everybody else. Yeah. If you think I, I, I see all these fucking boomers on the internet, she gave up on her team and her country. 
I'm going to take a minute in this podcast to be serious for a second. She made the decision as a fucking, how, what is she, 20? 20, 22? 24. 24? She's a child, basically. Yeah. It's not a child. She's a young person. Um, to prioritize uh, her mental and physical well-being over a fucking piece of metal. That nobody cares about. Right. And the thing is, too, she's already proven that she's the best in the world. Yeah, she was going to be graded on a completely different scale than every other gymnast because she was, quote, too good. So this yeah. is my thing. Like, I, I I, definitely agree. But as far as, like, logistics go and the rules and stuff and being graded on, the dif- on this different scale, did she not, like, was this not made aware before, like, she went into it? It doesn't matter. If it was made she, aware before, it's still not right. Well, no, it's not. What I understand was but... basically they said, we won't be giving out any perfect scores anymore. And one of the things was they weren't going to be giving out any more perfect scores. And so she would do something and they would score her on it. And because they are unofficially not giving out perfect scores, she would get less than perfect. And someone else who may have made a minor mistake or minor error who earned the score of say a 9.6 um they got the same score she did even though it's objective that she did better Better. it's clear as day she had better but they they, the olympic committee for some reason has decided they weren't going to give out perfect scores so they they basically uh, get hand excuse me they handicapped her that would be um, like that would be like, it's, it's like, like the most that's like them saying pod... go ahead i was saying that's, that's like them saying that uh if, i believe he's retired now but or going to be retiring but usain bolt yes um that's like them saying that all right you have to run the what is it 200 meter dash right that's a thing right yes sure mm-hmm. that's like them saying well you have to run 210 meters yeah we're gonna give everybody else a head start Everybody else, yeah, you, you got to run 210. So everybody starts the same, and but you have to go farther than they do. Right. Like, right. And the thing is, if he had sat out the Olympics for any reason, he's still the best in the world. Right. Right. And, and she, she's like, fuck it, I know I'm good. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sure it's been because these, uh, these people drill into these kids heads from a young age you gotta be the best you gotta be the best and their fucking parents are slave driving these kids to play yep. these fucking sports and she finally was like you know what i'm a fucking grown-ass adult i'm gonna do what i want yep um absolutely so good for her so. she's still the best in the world at whatever the fuck her sport is called Gym- yes right. gymnastics <laughs> yes look at me you're Go so brain. good i know words <laughs> um i don't know do you have any other toys you want to discuss bernie uh, not children's toys. <laughs> okay, do you have any other toys that you want to discuss, though? Oh, um, I have a fun story about a toy. Okay, go on. Lauren, I'm going to need you to calm down. <laughs> no, no, no. Tell the tale. So, <laughs> so, I don't know if I've ever told you guys this, but I used to work at an auction house. Yes. And, uh, Bernie, I think you didn't know that, but, okay. Anyway, um... So we were doing an estate sale, which is we're selling shit out of somebody's house. And we get to the garage and my uncle beforehand had only like half-assed gone through the stuff. 
So some of it was tagged, some of it was not. And he pulls out this long wooden box and he opens it. And I kid you not, there was a plug-in vibrator. Like it was electronic. You plugged it into the wall and used it. And it was like old as shit. Oh, so it wasn't a hand crank. So not like a no, not like a more modern like, but not like a like a not like a more modern like what do they call the uh, the magic wand? Nothing like that. Like no, a, it's not battery powered. It like you plug it into the wall while you use it. Lauren, can you oh, turn it, it on it for doesn't... us? Can you turn it on for us so we can hear it? <laughs> 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 so it's not like. It's not like uh, it doesn't plug into charge. It it it's no no no. It so, like there is a plug that you plug into the wall while you use it. Oh yeah, I've not. Um... And uh, this is one of the no, it wasn't. How much did it sell for? I think he just kind of um, put it into like a group. Because he did that a lot. He would, like, put a bunch of shit together and, like, sell it off for five bucks. Like a just mystery to get, box? Just to get rid of it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Because that's an antique. Did you product test it? Did you work before you <laughs> it? Lauren, how much do you spend five bucks on that box? <laughs> the old-fashioned. Oh, swear to God. I wouldn't touch that thing with a five-foot, with a ten-foot pole. <laughs> with your other plug-in-the-wall dildo? <laughs> Bernie, do you have a uh, do you have an internet post of the week this week? I do. This is from a Facebook group that I w- was banned from, but I have several screenshots. Which group is that? <laughs> um, it's from a group called Walt Disney World Secrets because oh. I read it that way because it says Walt Disney World and the word secrets is in capital letters and there's an exclamation point. Fair. I'm still a member of that group. So. This lady posts, how much does everyone tip the wait staff? <laughs> Party of four adults and a child. At home, I tip 20%. $75 bill, 15% tip. Mm-hmm. But at a Disney restaurant, if I have a $400 bill, am I expected to tip 80%? And now... No? Wait a second, wait a second, wait, wait, wait. Or, uh, correction, I misread it. Am I, she said with a $400 bill, am I expected to tip $80? Okay, okay, okay. And this group is full of Karens now, mind you. This is people who live, eat, sleep, and breathe Disney, and oh my god, Disney's amazing. And she was expecting people to be outraged. And people dragged her. Because they were like, yeah, 20% is 20%. Right. Like, you shouldn't be, if you can't afford the extra $80, you shouldn't be going somewhere and racking up a $400 bill. Right. So, um, from our listeners, uh, comment, message us, uh, once you hear this, let us know what you think. I, I feel like, um, 20% is 20%. Uh, if uh, that's the minimum like... I'm going to tip, unless, unless my server intentionally does something wrong, like is a giant dick to me for no reason, you're getting 20% tip. I feel like, and now me and Bernie have had, we, me and him have, t- especially like, you know, there's a difference between tipping at a bar and tipping, you know, at a re- restaurant and stuff like that. But me and Bernie have had a lot of extensive talks about this kind of stuff. And I generally, I mean, 
I tip at least 20%, but usually I tip more. Because Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll round up. Know, if 20% comes yeah. to, like, $14.07, guess what? It, it, it gets rounded up to 15, 15 sometimes now. even yeah. 20 bucks. Yeah, we're not, if not more. You know, yeah. if I go to a place and I have an exceptionally really good time, I'll tip 50% sometimes. Yeah. Um, I went out God, two or three weeks ago to a bar, one of my favorite bars. Um, possibly, my, I would say my favorite bar in Florida. Um, realistically, in my top three favorite bars anywhere, probably my, my favorite bar Which to go bar to, is period. What? <laughs> Which bar? Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to say its name on. Uh, okay. On well, here because I want to keep later. Because I know. I'm sure I know which one it is, but I, you're not giving me any context here. Were you doing this last weekend? Yeah. I was. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know. Um, okay. Yeah. I uh, I went there. They have amazing prices, and they pour extremely strong, which is why I'm not putting their name out there because I don't know. Right. If somebody happens to, you know, I'm talking like I I ordered. Uh, we got shots, and you know. You know those those small juice glasses that you get? Mm-hmm. It's like a shot was half of that. Oh, my gosh. Like, we're talking like th- th- like three and a half, four-ounce shots. Yeah, that's pretty stiff, buddy. Um, I We got a total of, between the two of us, uh, we got a total of nine drinks, um, and not a single drink was poured any weaker than a double. That's mm. awesome. That's and nice. the bill was $51. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's real nice. Yeah, I haven't um, been there in a long time. I need to go back. Uh, you were offered yeah. to go there, Lauren, and well, you declined. Well, I... Yeah, well, Bernie, I was right across not, the street. Did she or did she not decline? It was her birthday, so she didn't really decline. She was in the same boat I was. She was with a group. I was with a group. Her group was staying there. I My group was staying where I was at. Oh. So I, I give her a pass on that one. Um, Thank you. But... But I, my bill was Bernie, you're supposed to do that off air. And, uh, <laughs> no, I can be nice once in a while. I can support someone. If it's for the purpose of, of a drinking group, I allow it. Um, but really, tipped, uh, this place had really good old fashions. So. Yeah. I, I, the time I went to the place you were at, it wasn't great. We'll talk about that off the air. Okay. Um, but uh, I, tipped the, I tipped the guy... 35 bucks <laughs> nice yeah I don't on, a, on a 51 dollars tab yeah absolutely like, Buddy, yeah. i went to a restaurant for um my girlfriend's birthday and the service was really really good and it was not a cheap restaurant by any means it was it was more of like a it was for breakfast but it was at um it was one of the restaurants near mickey's village of the damned and was that the one you sent me the pictures of the drink menu yes it's a very nice restaurant. I think Bernie knows which restaurant I'm talking about. and uh, But it was for breakfast, and the food was really good. But the service I had that day was probably the best service I ever had. And the bill came out to be like, I don't know, it was like, I think an all-in-all with drinks and everything, it was like 75 bucks, And I think I tipped him $75. Yeah. It, and those of you listening, this is not a look at me, look how much I tip thing. I don't, you know. Yes. It's yes. not it. This is a... Especially for me, when it comes to when it comes to restaurants, uh, I'm with table service. I'm pretty consistent, right around twenty, twenty-two percent. But when it comes to for me, when it comes to bars, the the man or woman making and serving your drinks is the closest thing for that <laughs> forty-five minute 
hour and a half, two hour period of time is the closest thing you have to a living, breathing in the flesh deity. Yes. That is the closest (laughs) thing you will come to encountering a god, um, short of actually encountering one. So, tip well. Take care Uh, of them. Take care of them, especially if it's a place you intend to return to. Absolutely. Uh, This particular place I hadn't been to uh, in well over a year since the COVID. And I, I walked in and was greeted with handshakes from the barman and, uh, you know, good service. I, I, I was a regular there back in the day. Um, and if you intend to become a regular somewhere, don't, uh, don't ask for free shit. Right. And, uh, be patient. Let them, let them take care of everybody else for coming down to you. And then when they do come down, make sure that you make it worth their time. Absolutely. Um, and, 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 you know, if you, same with, with wait staff at restaurants, don't be fucking assholes to people who handle your food. Absolutely. Cause they do remember one more story about this and we'll, and we can, we can move on. I was, uh, 18 and I had a, a girl I was dating at the time. And me and her went out to dinner with some friends. And it was nothing fancy. We went to Chili's. And the people that we went with, um, they always go to Chili's, like, regularly. Because the girl, she loved Chili's for some reason. I don't remember why, but she did. And so we sit down at the table. And the waitress comes up. And, you know, we put our drink orders in. And and they were like, oh. She, they were like, she was our waitress last time. We didn't, you know. We didn't, you know. We gave her. And they said, they even told us, like, you know, how much of a tip they left. And I'm like, ooh, no, that's not good. It was like literally like 23 cents. Ooh. And um, and the waitress comes back up and she's, you know, getting our food orders and everything. She's like, oh, yeah. She's like, I remember you guys. You guys are the ones that left me 23 cents. And I looked at her and I said, um, look, I wasn't with them last time. I don't do that. Please don't spit in my food. Yeah. And they, <laughs> they still continue to have their meal there. I... I... I also understand that that wait staff is severely underpaid. I agree. I, absolutely. So if I get service that's extremely poor, one of one of one thing in my brain is, you know what, this person's having a bad night. Yep. And we've all had bad days at work and everyone deserves a pass. If I think they're just off. If they're deliberately insulting, disrespectful, rude, um I'm probably still going to tip them and then I'm just going to say something after the fact. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, you... yeah. To the manager or supervisor or whatever you have, if you're in the middle of a meal and you're complaining, I'd say 90% of the people that do that are just trying to get free shit. Absolutely. So I'm going to wait till I've cashed out. I've taken care of my bill. I've squared up with the establishment. Um, because, regardless of the service I got or not, they, they set the prices for their food and, and, and I ate the food and I patronize their establishment i agreed to pay them this for the food so i i square up with them and if it's bad enough which it has never been knock on wood but if it was to get bad enough i'm going to just pull that you know find somebody like listen hey like i'm not going to give you my name i don't need any free shit uh i'm not i just want to let you know this is how this particular experience played out right do with it what you will Um, absolutely 
you know, I'm not, you know, because too many of these Karens get in there and, and the waitress says something that she interprets as being wrong or mean or disrespectful or rude or whatever. And then, uh, and, and now, you know, you've got some lady screaming and, and the manager there in the middle of the meal, like, no, I'm not, I'm not about that. I'm going to, right. No. Yeah. Even, like even on bad service, like I've had, you know, I'm not, I've never had like terrible service, but even like servers who've not really been quite as attentive as, you know, they probably could have been, you know, like, you know, especially like if you, you know, you get, you order a drink and then like you sit there through almost your whole meal before they're like, oh, would you like a refill? Even if it's just like soda or something, I still tip 20% because they're yeah. underpaid. But, well, and, and not just that, but, but pay a little bit of attention. A yeah. lot of people I know just don't. A lot, but you pay attention. Like I was somewhere and I was with a group and I was like, man, like we're, oh yeah, they were probably busy as shit. Yeah. We're not getting, we're not getting our drinks refilled. You know, we've got this or that. And we look and we realize there's, there's two servers on working and they're just literally just split the restaurant in half, and the host or hostess or whoever it was 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 just there's a line out the door, and they're just seating people where they can. Yeah, so these people are getting overwhelmed. The problem is people you don't know, think so, about that because they've yeah. got their head so far up their ass they don't care. Or or I've had I've had my server switch halfway through the meal, you know, so maybe somebody's shift was over or somebody had an emergency come up. So now this person is responsible for their tables plus whatever tables they inherited from the person that I started with. You know, I, it's not necessarily poor service. It's just, uh, you know, first world problems. I'm a little impatient to get my meal that I literally don't have to raise a finger except to park right. my car and read a menu for. Right, right. I agree. And it's like, you know, I mean, I had an issue recently um, at Publix, you know, at the sandwich line. And, you know, I did the mobile order thing where it was supposed to be ready when I walked in. And I waited an hour for my sandwich to be made. And then it was made wrong. And so, you know, I'm like, well, I'm not going to go complain. I didn't even say nothing. But I did just, you know, because I've had several issues at this Publix. So I sent an email to, like, the store manager. I was like, look, I'm not asking for anything free. You know, I just want you to know this was, you know, there's been several issues here in the deli department. I don't know if it's, you know, I'm sure that there's understaffed problems right now and everything. Just giving you a heads up because... That way, maybe you can see what's going on, and maybe it's something y'all can fix without, you know, too many issues. And then, you know, of right. course, he sent me an email back. Oh, you know, come back in. We'd like to make your sandwich again. And you know, I never claimed it because I don't. I don't want free food. I don't want. I don't want a free meal. I just wanted them to be aware that there's issues going on. Right. Because if they don't the only... know, then they can't fix it. Right. Like getting getting orders wrong, unless it's something I'm allergic to. Um, if I, like, if it's a drive-thru or if it's a pickup order or something like that, I'll just fucking deal with it. Yeah, no, I dealt with it, um, but like I said, I just wanted them to be aware that it was a, cause it's, 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 this is, it's happened like three or four times, like where I've, I've ordered it and it was supposed to be ready by like 6.30 and by 7.30 I'm finally like, hey, you know, I, the sandwich was supposed to be ready an hour ago, um, is there any way that y'all can get it made? Well, if, my thing is too, if there is a, there the only times I've ever had to have something or, or, you know, kind of been a dick about making, having something started over and remade was at Subway and at Moe's Southwest Grill. Where they make it right there in front of you, basically. They make it in front of me and I'm telling you what to put on it as yeah. we go. <laughs> and you just put the wrong shit on. And I'm like, what are you, what, what is like, I would like the cheddar cheese and they fucking grab the Swiss and put it. I'm like, sir hello <laughs> that's not like yeah that's not cheddar 
<laughs> you know, if if I'm at a drive-through, or even if I even if I'm sitting down somewhere and I ask for something a certain way, I'm a, I'm I'm a, I like pickles, so a lot of times I'll get extra pickles on a burger or a sandwich. Um, you know, one time I ordered extra pickles and it came out with no pickles. Yeah, and uh, I chalked that up to the server took the order. Yep, and put it in, and the person who is a fucking Saturday night busy kitchen, they read. And they just glance up and they see pickles no, as a note. Yeah, and probably, maybe no pickles. They thought it said maybe no pickles, no pickles and just throw extra. it out there. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that that's yeah. But uh, like a subway, like if I'm like I I want uh, I want no lettuce, and you put lettuce on my shit. Guess what? We're starting over. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> I'm with you on that. So I'm not one person to complain about much anyway. So that's just a story I had of recent story. But anyway, I'll yell at Verizon though. Enough of us being Karens about stuff. <laughs> yeah. And um, we're going to move on. Lauren, do you... Peter... Wait, wait, wait. Let me do this. Peter, are you there? <laughs> okay, Lauren, do you have a fun fact of the week? I do. Um, it's not is it exactly... A true, is, it, is, it, is, it a, is it a factual fact? Uh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Did it come from funfacts.org or whatever yeah. the fuck that site was? <laughs> Um, this isn't exactly fun, um, and Bernie, you might already know about this, um, but apparently the government literally poisoned alcohol during Prohibition. With what? Poison. Poison. What kind of poison? <laughs> um, it says, during Prohibition in the United States, the U.S. government literally poisoned alcohol. When people continue to consume alcohol despite its banning... Law officials got frustrated and decided to try a different kind of deterrent, death. They ordered the poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says. A different kind of deterrent. <laughs> uh, they ordered the poisoning of industrial alcohols manufactured in the U.S., which were products regularly stolen bootleggers. That's it. Interesting. That sounds like a fun fact. It That's does. a very government thing to do. Yeah, it's very yes, government. Yes, yes. It said, by the end of Prohibition in 1933, uh, the federal poisoning program was responsible for, I think, about 10,000 deaths. Nice. Nice! Which which is which was, ironically, like a, a fraction of a percent of the deaths that the federal government was responsible for as a total... Worldwide, but let's <laughs> right, not talk about right, how bad right. the fucking government is. Yes. So they're poisoning alcohol, which is okay. sad. Um. Well, do you either want to have anything else you would like to discuss for the week? No. No. Uh, okay. No. Um. Well, I'm gonna take us out of this then. This has been another episode of the Multiple Personalities Podcast. This has been episode 26 of the Multiple Personalities Podcast. Can you believe it? 26 episodes. Say the podcast name again. You've said it like five times just now. Multiple Personalities Podcast. Yeah, there you go. I'm about to say it even more in a second. <laughs> um, we want to thank all of our listeners for letting us infiltrate your ears this week. Both. Both of our listeners. Both of our listeners. I'm sorry. I, I, Both. I misspoke. Both the listeners. And speaking of which, um, I did post a question on the Facebook page, um, and we actually got a response. Look at us. Um, I asked if there was anything that they would, any of our listeners, would, both of our listeners would like to hear us discuss, and one of our two listeners, Adam, responded with the um, question of, which is stronger, adamantium or vibranium? Oh. 
And so I am going to task this to Lauren because it sounds like <laughs> up her alley. Okay. To research. Um, that Actually, Adam... when I when I when I responded to him, I said that I was going to put Lauren and I put quotation marks around in in charge of this. Yeah, she's she's gonna delegate to who? She's not Lucas? Do it. To who? She's gonna make her kid do it. <laughs> <laughs> he might actually um, know more about this than I do. That's true. But so if we, you uh... we have we have we have a topic we have to research. All right, I'll get on. I'll get right on that. The uh, the Adam that commented on that is a. a friend of mine um he is a huge disney fan um we worked together at disney many years ago and uh if you if you like disney um he has a podcast called the pass holders guide podcast um we tried to have him on our show we had some major technical difficulties um and that episode yeah, exists really bad that night yeah it's uh we, we had some communication issues and things like that so the episode exists but we don't quite uh it's, it's not anywhere near production quality, which is saying a lot for us because the shows that we have out are not anywhere near production quality. Um, <laughs> the same thing happened. I was uh, going to be a guest on his show. We recorded it, and then the audio had gone to shit. But we will get together. You'll hear him on here. We are going to um, try again soon because I think we figured out why our audio quality, audio problems were, and I think Bernie corrected yeah. it. Uh, but shout out to Adam. He's a... Uh, he's, uh, big fan of the show uh, and I'm a fan of his, of his show um, and once again shoot over there check out the Pass Holders Guide podcast it's very family friendly it's not what you're going to hear here on our show uh, but it's a lot of good information a lot of uh, fun trivia and a lot of um, not easy to find or, or commonly uh, made available information about the Central Florida theme park SeaWorld uh, Walt Disney World and, and Universal Orlando so Check him out. A uh, little little plug for his show, um, awesome. and hopefully we'll hear from him on ours uh, pretty soon. And I'll be back on his um, once we get our technical stuff worked out. Awesome. Um, okay, so you can email us at multipersonalities.pod at gmail dot com. You can send us a message on our Facebook page, and you can also go to our website, multiplepersonalitiespodcast.com. dot com. Um, you can help us out. We need a little bit of help. We, uh, are looking for brave souls to go to Apple podcast and leave us a, a five-star review. You can say whatever you want to say. Just give us the five stars. You can tell us we're pieces of shit. We already know. Um, we just need five-star reviews to help us boost our podcast up in the ratings. Um, if you would like to hear your voice on the podcast, you can go to our anchor page. And um, there's a a, a button you can click on to leave a voice message. And as I say every week, if you leave us a voice message, there is a near 100% chance that your voice will be heard on the air. You can say whatever you want to say. We will play it. If you want to, if you are the one person that masturbates to the show as you listen, we want to hear it. We will make sure Lauren screens that one. Jesus. Um, I masturbate and... while the show is being recorded. Does that count? <laughs> no, that's different. We play you every week doing that. And um, if nobody else has anything else to add, I'm going to shut it down. Um, this has been episode 26 of this show, because Bernie doesn't want me to say the name of the show again. <laughs> um, Bernie, Lauren, say goodbye to the people. Bye. Goodbye to the people.
This has been an episode of Multiple Personalities. Multiple Personalities. Multiple Personalities. Goodbye.